0: Once again, I went to Download Festival, but only Friday. How day. was it? How was it? How was it? Tell me more. Tell me more now. Calm down. It, it was a <laughs> no. It was good. It. I went on the Saturday and it was. I every band I saw was really good. Um, my favorite band was Those Damn Crows, and it was. It was just a really good packed day worst bit was getting out of the car park but that's just what it is
1: i was to say i saw pictures on the facebook page and it's just like they've completely just stacked all the cars so as long as you're on the outer ring you can get out but if you're in the center ring you're stuck
0: oh yeah i saw that i i was don't know which that? car park that was but i was completely fine <clears throat> no i had no problems get, uh getting it into my into the car park I got from my house to the to to park. It took me, hmm, well, I did have a stop off, so it took me half an hour, but it could have taken me like 20 minutes.
1: Just to get out of the car park, that's crazy.
0: What? No, that was just to get to the car park.
1: Oh, okay, that's oh, sorry. So it
0: took me 20 minutes from my house to the car park, but to get oh, out- Oh, that's not too bad. But to get out of the car park, oh boy. <laughs> it took me, oh, I got into my car at half eleven, and I was home by half one.
1: <laughs> was that? Was it just that many people just staying the day or something?
0: Yeah, that many people who went for the day, and my car overheated, and I had to wait for 20 minutes for it to cool down. That oh, was fun. Jesus. Everything against you. I was literally the last car out of the car park. That's bad.
1: That's so bad. So who, so who else did you see then? Like, did you say stage or the headliners or? Oh
0: yeah. Uh, so I saw. Let's see. I saw the Raven Age, those down um, crows.
1: I would love to see the Raven Age.
0: They played my favourite song and it was absolutely brilliant. And then those down crows started with my favourite song. And I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> and then they played stuff from their first album, which I didn't even realise they had a first album until this week, and it just sounded really good. Um, then who else did I see? I saw Love, who literally the day before I just binged their whole discography. And the second album's been on repeat for like last week or so. It's, it's, it was like a really, I mean, it was an album that I kind of didn't like not like, but just disregarded a little bit. And now it's like mm. in my top 10 albums of 2020. Oh, wow. It's that good. Uh, oh, wow. It's not for everyone, but it's that good. Uh, who else did I see? I saw a band called Grandson. who Never heard of them. Yeah, uh, Callum showed me them. Okay. And then who else did I see? I saw Holding Absence. Amazing. And then I saw, of course, one of the reasons why I paid all the money to go download, Funeral for a Friend. Of and course. Headlines were Iron Maiden. They were really good. Although they did did two encores and that really messed me up because I I left the arena and then I heard Churchill's speech and I was like, wait a minute. They've just played Run to the Hills. (laughs) Why am I hearing Churchill's speech? They're doing a second encore, aren't they? So they came out and did (laughs) ACSI, didn't they? And so I had to literally go to like the white tents and just, I was just watching. (laughs) <laughs> I made him outside the arena play Aces High because I'd already left <laughs> I also saw Mastodon as well so that that was I believe, from within so that was what, what, all I saw
1: oh that's part of me wishes I could have gone just because obviously you know I'm always forever gonna remember the year that all of us went together for the first time that was such a fun year
0: that still is my favorite year of download
1: that was Mike. honestly, I mean, it, honestly, that was 2018, wasn't it?
0: 2018, yes.
1: And then obviously 2019, I won't forget that either, all the amount of babysitting we had to do. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, and, it, tw- and oh, it was, was-, was um, Brownload uh, second coming. Oh God, the mud.
1: Oh God, the mud on Brownload. Jesus. But the, obviously uh, 2018, like I think we got off really well for the weather. Well, obviously, we had, the, we had the one day for the rain, but I think... Mm. Was there any rain this weekend?
0: A little bit, but this, this year's been really good. It's, this year's been one of the best years for weather.
1: Was you allowed on the village at all or not? Or is it just no, no, arena? No, no,
0: just arena. Just I was going to
1: say, because a load of people were moaning about the village, saying, like, there's no tents or anything.
0: No, it's all on, like, concrete. And there's, like, uh, the... What's it? The doghouse stage is all in... um. Shipping containers. Really? Yeah. What the fuck? By the way, I should. We should mention. If no one knows what Download Festival it is, it is a rockin', it's a, like a rock and metal festival in Donington, in Castle Donington, in the UK. And it's, it's quite best, legendary. Best festival in the world. Quite legendary. A lot of. And it's fucking expensive. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. But you know what? Hap- next year, they literally announced it today. Of time of. No, not yes, today. Yes, I saw. I saw say, Um yeah. of uh, town recording that next year is twentieth anniversary, and it's a four day festival.
1: Yeah, so that's gonna be a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That well, I think So that's gonna be. Yeah, I'm honestly, I'm really tempted to go because I've, I mean, two hundred, still two hundred and sixty five quid for the for the week.
0: I've, I've been told I have to go. Is that by Callum? No, that's not my call. That's my my, <laughs> my, uh, my uh, two of us. I when I uh, saw him on uh, Saturday, they were like, "We're going to book download off in January, and we're going to make sure all three of us go. Don't care about whatever else happens at work. We're going download." I was like, "All right." I don't. I think it was nice to go this year, but I think I was like, "It might be." something I might do alternate years instead of every year
1: yeah I, I've, I've not been since 2019 so it would have been a good four years since I've been to download and I think for me I absolutely missed that tent site you know the campsite atmosphere you know like getting in the queue right? so for, for anyone who doesn't know this festival atmosphere so we would probably turn up what seven o'clock ish in six, the morning 6-7 yeah. to, to queue the gates don't open until like 11 but we're there for 4 hours queuing obviously for the queue we always bring the bare essentials on that first run it's just the tents and a crate of beer each that's all we bring for that first, for that first run we, we're all in the queues we're drinking the beer or sides or whatever we're drinking usually we go through the whole crate just in the queue to open to get in we set up the tents and then we start you know, going forwards and backwards to get everything we need but that first day of just get the tents up having drinks and then go out and enjoy the village wake up slightly hungover the next day you know continue all the drinking games go exploring the village and then friday saturday sunday enjoying the music and it was that those wednesday thursdays are always amazing just being at the campsite with your best mates in the world playing drinking games socializing oh, it's absolutely amazing especially if you've got it in good weather absolutely fucking phenomenal
0: indeed Welcome to Victory Achieve Podcast, a video game podcast. I'm Dan and with Brandon and Chris. This is episode 29, boys. 29.
1: It didn't even seem that long ago we did a one-year special and we're approaching the 30s. Mm. I'm
0: pushing my my 40s, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Spoilers for episode 30, I will be talking about One Piece in that episode. But I, of time recording, I have one more chapter to wait until I can talk about it. But yeah, oh,
2: I I I need to mention something very quickly before we really get into the meat of the show. Please, please go, Chris, go. We now have Twitter. Oh
0: yeah, hey. we have a Twitter
2: account. We have a tweet. Our handle, which I think is fantastic, is at victory underscore podcast. Short and snappy. That seems like a really good handle to get. It's like at victory and podcast aren't taken shit and <laughs> you didn't that. need
1: to do any dodgy capitalizations and changing letters nope, to numbers no
2: nope, nothing like that no nope. just at victory podcast that's us so <laughs> go and go go and give us a follow on twitter go on go on even if you don't have twitter download it and add it
0: all <laughs> <laughs> the cool kids that use twitter these days they're like fa- facebook's the uh Oh, Grandpa, of the social medias. All seems... the boomers still
1: using Bebo and MySpace.
0: <laughs> I think MySpace still exists. I think so. I, I, I don't
1: know. I, I, I dare not, because I have a feeling if I go view MySpace, I'll start crying and writing raw on my wrist.
0: <laughs> I literally just <laughs> went on. It still exists. I'm on it right now. It, it still exists. Oh, my gosh. Isn't uh, it more for the start pushing music now? It looks like all music. I just went on it. It's just like instantly it's got Charlie XEX and then it's got From York and then Dolly Parton, then oh God, Youngblood, ugh. And then it's got Yeah Yeah Yes, and then yeah, just music. Literally just music.
2: It's funnily enough, some of my music friends are really lamenting like the kind of loss of MySpace to a degree. Cause they say like the social networks now. Just don't cater to the music as well as MySpace did back in the day. I, like I can really see that. Good to music on there. I can see um, that. But obviously, no one uses MySpace anymore. Well, apparently, some people do, but I think it's just the bands. Mm. <laughs> Maybe it bands following yeah. other bands. That's it.
0: <laughs> no regular people use it. For some reason, I thought Bandcamp was base was what MySpace was called. Now I don't know why.
3: And no, idea.
0: What did you say? Quit? Abandon?
1: I said, "Did you say band camp?"
0: Yeah, band. Camp. You did
1: this one time at band camp.
0: I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I just wanted
2: to make
1: sure I didn't mishear it before I said it.
2: Anyway, what we were talking about.
1: Well, you guys had some crap to talk about before we move on to the bread and butter.
0: Well, do we want to talk about the um, the non-games before the games? Yeah
1: you guys do that because I've watched nothing and played nothing new
0: that will change soon but I I, I've watched watched a few things recently I watched a film
2: that
0: (laughs) that tried to get some (laughs) dominion over me and you know what's funny the Jurassic World films they've just made the same film three times no, they made one good film, and then they made five shitty ones. <laughs> no, meant, let me Drac- let no, meant, guess the plot. <laughs> let me I me the Jurassic guess World, not Jurassic Park. In Jurassic oh, okay. World, the, free Jurassic, the Jurassic World trilogy is literally the same film three times over. And the third That's one it. that I went to see last week, I don't know how they managed it, but they made the dinosaurs even more obsolete Yes, isn't it about locust the new pretty much yeah it's all about locust and, and like right. a kid well it, she, the kid was more was in the se- the second one but like her and the locust were the prime thing there's like right at the end I don't care I'm gonna spoil the whole thing but like right at the end yeah. there's a there's a fight between uh like two big carnivore dinosaurs and it just felt like they put it in just to have a fight between Two dinosaurs because there just wasn't enough dinosaur stuff. <laughs> there was no plot relevance. Like they're fighting, they're like, "We need to get to the helicopter," and I'm like, "But the dinosaur fight has no relevance." Like they get stuck under like a thing. <laughs> this is literally right at the end of the hill. <laughs> I don't even care. They get stuck under like some rubble, and then and the like a T Rex. The T Rex is like on top of it. And then it's just like no. I'm like, this fight has no relevance to this whole film.
2: You know, it's funny. You said you're like you're gonna spoil it, but I've I've not seen the film, but I feel like I have already because I've I've seen a couple <laughs> of rev- I've seen a couple of reviews about it, and they were exactly the same. They just spoiled it outright because like, like this is such a fucking car crash. No one's gonna care. Like-
0: <laughs> I th- the only reason I went to see this film is. Uh, can I say the name right? Bryce Dallas Howard. Oh, what, what a fine woman.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's the only reason I went to, to see her looking you hot. Mean? <laughs> looking hot you, literally. You mean,
2: you mean you didn't want to see the third film just because you wanted to see Chris Pratt raise his hands up to a dinosaur and tell
0: it no? <laughs> you mean to see like near enough everyone put, bring up their hand and go, oh.
2: Yeah, are they trying to like cross over with Star Wars and put like force powers in it. it? Is like one
0: of the smarts <laughs> taking the dinosaurs to stop? <laughs> to be fair, I, like when I, I I can't remember what he's called. Uh, the he's obviously in the he's in Jurassic Park one and three. The uh, that the
2: oh, Dr. Alan Grant played by yes. Sam Neil.
0: Yes, when Sam Neil appeared, it. Uh, he was really good Sam Neill was really good in the film to be fair like, I I bought he st- he felt like his character to be fair even uh, Jeff Goldblum felt like his character and there was even a bit where he like uh, shows a bit of chest <laughs> reference of a meme uh,
2: from what I understand like the only real reason like the original cast have ever decided to throw back to say hey remember Jurassic World remember that, <laughs> it didn't that was good Remember that
0: line I said about chaos? That was good, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it, it wasn't a good film, but there were like some moments that I was just like, this is absolutely retarded, but Sam Neil was really good in this film. <laughs> like, he really felt like it, his character. That's about the best I can say. Other than that, it was just, the same Jurassic World film I've seen twice before. There's an evil scientist who's doing bad things in a com- in a company. He nearly gets away and then gets eaten by dinosaurs. Sorry, I'm spoiling the whole film. To be fair, it's going to be out two weeks, two weeks after. This episode's going to be two weeks after I've seen it. it no one's going to be watching it by the time this episode's out. <laughs> to be honest, I, I kind of want to see it
2: just because I know how
0: Crap it is. It just
2: makes me want to watch it more.
0: You just want to see what <laughs> like, uh Brian's Dallas Dallas Howard Howard so hot. And she she can direct Star Wars episodes.
2: Mm. Well Laura well, Laura Dern uh, was in Star Wars episode eight. Who? Laura Dern. Who? Yeah, you know, the, the woman the the, the actress in
0: Jurassic Park and <laughs> Was she? Uh, yeah.
2: You know the older blonde woman who's in the film? Yeah, yeah but what, who, does she, who
0: does she play in Look. Star Wars?
2: Oh, in episode eight, she's the... Um, oh, what, I can't remember the uh, the name of her character. She's the one with pink hair on board the ship. Oh, my, basically
0: Oh, Oh, oh yeah. Her. Now you say it. I, 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 I can see that now, yeah. Oh, who... And then she's like, oh, this is good. And then flies the spaceship into. Yeah, whatever. Episode (laughs) 8. I don't. I'm not a fan of Episode 8. That's why I've only. I
2: I honestly didn't mind Episode 8. Episode 9, however, was a fucking great big steaming pile of whatever the fuck. In fact, in the words of Jeff
0: Goldblum, that is one big pile of shit. (laughs) So I saw Jurassic World Dominion. Anyway, uh, hmm. I on something else that both Chris and I watched. We watched the first episode of Miss Marvel. We
2: did. I haven't got
0: an awful lot to say about it. <laughs> I think most of what said, we feel about it, we've already put it in our chat. But um, yeah, I felt like it wasn't. I think it did not feel aimed at me at a nearly elite a, a, ne- a nearly late 20, nearly nearly 30-year-old, it did not feel aimed at me. I'll tell you that.
2: I can concur. I can concur as a 37-and-a-half-year-old, as a, uh, <laughs> it really did not like, appeal to me all that much. So, yeah. Um, so, Miss Marvel, it is it is basically, um, I don't want to say another, but it really is another teenage coming-of-age sort of drama, except the superpowers involved. Um, which I believe differ from her origins. I don't know yes. an awful lot about Miss Marvel, but I believe in the comics she's like a pony morph, so she can,
0: like, bend yeah. and change shapes, and then dig em. She's an inhuman in the comics with basically the same powers as Mr. Fantastic. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Yes, um, that sounds about right.
0: And they've completely changed it, because inhumans don't exist in the MCU. Well, they kind of do, but kind of don't. Uh, but in the movies, they don't exist. So,
3: hmm.
0: but we do have magic bracelets instead. The, well, she has that in apparently she has that in the comics, but I don't know if it does. No, I don't I, know. I don't know what because it, obviously it's um it's um what's it related to religion? That's why it's important. Mm. Yeah, I know because uh, she's. He's
2: like Muslim, so uh, that's that's getting a bit of traction. But and I I I can't I don't even know if I'll even I'd be able to ride out this series if it carries on the way it's going. I'm gonna finish it like,
0: because I suppose I will. Yeah. Like I, I said, I say it's not aimed at me, and you say, yes, it is a coming of any story. But at the same time, that w- it it. It kind of nailed what it was going for. I I'm not gonna say like I massively. I'm like oh yeah, it's amazing. I was I was I was, a, I was looking at. I was doing other things more than actually watching it. I was a bit like oh is this episode nearly done? Because I want to go bed. Because I it, it didn't grab me that much, but I think I will finish it. And were, like the family dynamic was amazing. Like that mm. dynamic of that family was superbly written and superbly acted. I you I cannot fault that.
2: Mm. But by the same merit, it's nothing I've not seen before a thousand times. <laughs> oh yeah, I've I've seen this story so many times. There's a girl who's a misfit. She's not getting on that way with her family. It's like, oh, change the record, please. <laughs> mm. Um, but that said. The uh, father figure did get one laugh out of me, hmm. where he, like, he just like, burst through the door, like kind of dressed like the Hulk, but he's put like a sort of um, <laughs> more ve- more religious spin on it, but it did get
0: a laugh out of me. <laughs> that, that, I don't know why. That. I can just imagine you laughing to that moment. I don't know why.
2: It, well, it, it did, but it's because it's cringy, but it's meant to be, <laughs> so it kind of worked. <laughs> But that's the only thing that really stood out. The bit where she like starts getting powers and that, that doesn't seem like so by the book. She was like, "Oh, I have powers. I'm in shock. No, I must not tell anyone." Like, uh, but that was like right near the end of the episode. Like, there's so, so much like so long building her up, which mm. is fine. But like the actual like her having superpowers is like this like literally got, like, the last two minutes of the episode. The the,
0: the bit where mm. they make where she's like making the plan to leave the house. I was like, wait. So they they're gonna do. I think what really like <laughs> confused me. They were like, oh, we're gonna get on the bus, and it's only gonna be like fifty minutes. No, did they say? Oh, we're gonna leave here at like half six, and the bus is gonna be like fifty minutes. And then I was like, but then you've got a, a fifty minute, uh, fifty minute bus ride back, and you plan to get back at half nine. So you're not even gonna have much time at this convention. You're only gonna have. That's just like, the buses bloody turn up, you're only gonna have an hour. That's the most unbelievable
2: thing about these superhero universes: the buses arrive on time. I can't buy that for a
0: second. Sorry. <laughs> that whole fit section, I was just like, what the, what the hell? But no, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. But when when is She Hulk coming out? <laughs> uh,
3: not,
2: yeah I'm, I'm all looking forward to that I'm really Very nice. i don't i d- don't really know i don't really know much about she' be mm. honest but i know it's not going to be a teenage coming of age drama so
0: it's already winning bonus points just for that alone. <laughs> so. i don't know i just I, I just love the trailer of she Hulk, where she just there's this like really buff guy and then she just picks him up and carries him like a baby i oh, really <laughs>
2: i have not seen the trailer but i do want to go in blind
0: that that's all um, I'm gonna say. That, just that whole scene was just like, wait, what the hell? <laughs> it's just ridiculous.
2: One thing I will say about uh, Miss Marvel, from what I've seen, like people's reactions to it, is that they they said that, like they liked how like the character Kamala, um, sort of envisions it because it's like, sort of like a scrapbook sort of mm. graphics when she's talking about superheroes. But I thought no isn't this just like into the spider-verse
0: that s- is the exact same thing <laughs> i saw a co- someone comment like isn't this basically um marvel version of diary of a wimpy kid <laughs> i have not
2: seen Diving of the wimpy kid but i can probably agree with that <laughs>
0: <laughs> i've not seen it either but i made me laugh <laughs> yeah. But I think like yeah. that has the scrapbook thing as well, and that's a bit of a coming of age. So that mm. I th- that's more where I I I, I can see. But,
2: I I can probably picture me enjoying, enjoying the show more if I was like
0: twelve. I I think <laughs> I'm, I'm the same. I I'll watch it, but I think if I was far younger, I'd probably enjoy it far more. But I it as I said, it just didn't feel like it was aimed at. A twenty-eight-year-old man. Yeah, so. Definitely not. Tell you what, the older
2: I get, the more and more, like by the day, <laughs> I relate more to old Captain America on the bench, just saying, "No, no, I don't
0: think I will. I'm disappointed. <laughs> That's the NBA aspect of my life." <laughs> uh, I have finished. Well, I well, there's still two episodes, but I have finished Stranger Things season four so far. But the yeah, we're have, not up yeah the other two have not watched it so i'm i will i would have caught up by next the next episode so but where whereabouts are you now brandon on your rewatch, or is it watch i don't know so it
1: turns out i originally said oh i don't think i've seen season three turns out because it was so forgettable it turns out i have actually seen it <laughs> so yeah so i'm um, at the moment i'm as far as when i can't even remember his name Billy when he's when he he's taken basically taken the from the pool to the that the little under area to basically get fed to whatever so I'm only like three episodes in you know when he's un, when he's being a lifeguard and he starts spazzing yeah out?
0: it's Billy yeah, yeah. I can remember their names
1: well Billy yeah yeah Billy so yeah as I said turns out I have actually seen it I just Wait, completely forgot that I have seen it
0: you didn't or did you not like season three?
1: No, it's just... I th- I think I watched it at such a time where I just forgot I watched it. Because I thought season three was season two. Oh. Because <laughs> I remember seeing the Shadow Monster and fighting the Shadow Monster. But I originally thought that was season two. So when I did watch season two, I was like, huh, are they not fighting the Shadow Monster? They're just sealing it away?
0: What is this? No, season two is the weird... the season where it, they, it starts off and they're all depressed. Mm-hmm. And it's...
1: yeah. Then season three, like everyone's just magically happy.
3: Mm.
0: No, I I think I say not not. I'm not going to say anything else. But I think season four feels like it's got the best balance of everything that's come before. Like mm. season one, I really enjoyed season one. I had some problems. I have some problems with it, and I I always feel like a lot of people gloss over them. Season two was they were. A lot of the characters were quite depressed at the start. Season three, I felt, was probably a really good mix of a lot of things. And it that was quite a fun season. I think season four is kind of carrying on that, but it's a culmination of everything prior, even like some like the um, things I like about season two. That's even mm-hmm. like that aspect of... The aspects I liked about season two have come back into season four, which I like. So, as
1: wit- I'll tell you, my, my biggest gripe with season two is obviously you meet eight. So like when Eleven goes and fires number eight. But she just seems very forgotten in season two. Like they make it seem like such a big thing. Like when at, at Eleven's mother tells her, go seek out your sister, go seek out your sister. So she seeks it out, but nothing really happens. That's, Obviously, I know yeah. season three it's more happens, but it's just I felt like there could have been more space in season two to mm-hmm. do it rather than just save it for season three.
2: Yeah, I've got to agree. That episode like feels really out of place. Yeah. It, <laughs> like everything it, else is like it's like you got a different series in. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's so
2: weird. Um, no. As
1: I said, apart from that, I'm still really enjoying Stranger Things. It mm-hmm. is it feels like a really nice watch.
2: Yeah, I, I thought season three was way better than season two. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. S- Steve in a fucking sailor suit. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, true story. For like, like the year that came out, I tried my damnedest to like, try and find that costume for Halloween.
0: Oh, my gosh.
2: And the, the price of it was insane. The last nine went into the I was like, oh, fuck that. Man. I ain't bothering. <laughs> this is a shame because I really wanted to do that. I <laughs>
3: do uh, uh,
2: no you what though, well, on about the same character, Steve. I think Steve's one of the best characters. Oh yeah, um, hands down. And think- I'll tell you what, it's just in series one alone. I think it's the first time, or like one of the few instances I can ever recall in any series where they've got like the sort of stereotypical bully, and over the space of a series, he stops being that and starts like being responsible. Mm. You think it? You think normally like. A, character like that will end up getting killed or be the antagonist to get his comeuppance. But no, he like completely. Now they for that. Mm.
3: Yeah, but yeah. did.
2: But you've um, not caught up, so I, I won't say anymore right. What What happens with Billy? But um, no, the Steve's very much around, and I, I think his coat is great. He <laughs> gets some of the best laughs. He's got some of the best lines, and um, even going forward, like he's like built up as a hard ass and even when he's like turning around and like trying to be like an older figure for the, the rest of the cast, even when he like try and applies himself, he fails a lot. Like he gets his ass kicked. Mm, he does like when he got like I said, when he got beat up by Billy. Yeah, yeah. Um But you don't start trying in trying, bless him. But you do see him roll his eyes a hell of a lot and the kids are starting going on. He's almost like the adoptive father.
0: <laughs> the only <laughs> other good, like that, I would say that my what would probably be like the next best character is probably Dustin. Dustin just He's just he is the MVP of like nearly every season. Yeah, Dustin's great. He just figures oh, I, everything out.
2: I, I won't, I won't spoil it. But um, in the last episode of season three, when they have. Um, when he's talking to like uh, his uh, girlfriend, and they have that little exchange, shall we say? Mm. I don't think anyone who's watching it knew where to look. What, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> mm.
0: uh, if if you remember, you know what I'm talking to mm. nice. Season season uh, season three is really good. I, I think when Stranger Things season five is uh, out, I might give the whole series a big rewatch. Mm.
2: I did rewatch the first series because I I watched like the first two on my own. So I, I watched the first one on my own, and then my folks wanted to watch it, so I ended up rewatching the first series before the second one came out. So we were watching it together then.
0: I know uh, last week they gave the first details on season five, which <laughs> make, makes the whole series even more feel like it. Or like so is like you can f- not feel like it. You can feel the even more of the inspiration of it in Stranger Things, for what they say uh, is happening with season five. But
2: well, the whole thing with
0: Stranger Things is
2: it's like a culmination of everything. There's yeah, elements so much, every single horror
0: film. <laughs> yeah, so much Stephen King influences and just uh, so much other stuff.
2: But, yeah, well, what what I've seen of season four it's... It's it's not King that I'm thinking of. It's um it's another horror franchise. It's quite big in the eighties, but I'll, I don't want to make any comparisons of moving it.
0: I'm saying yeah. nothing. I know exactly mm. wh- what you. I know exactly which one. but I'm saying nothing.
3: Mm.
2: But it's good there.
0: Yeah. I. Funny enough, I, ha- I have watched one more thing, and then I, I don't. Maybe we can move on to something else. But I actually. Funny enough, just before we finished, uh, not finished, just before we started recording, I finished an anime called Carol and Tuesday. Actually, watched it? Y- y- what, 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 yeah, I actually watched it, yeah. It's, it's, I completely forgot to watch it. <laughs> it's, it's really good. Really good. Uh, it's a, a music anime. I've not really watched many. And the ones I have, I've been very mediocre, or I've, the music's been good, but the story has been a bit wavy in a, other areas. And Carolyn Tuesday* is re, is re, like the music is great, like there's I not fault the the music. Uh, like there's <laughs> there's like these two. Minor characters, for example, these two old guys who, because they're so old and their hearing is so bad, they just play metal, and so <laughs> they just they go so they do go into this competition and just play metal, and it's just really ridiculous and funny, but also it's still kind of really good. Um, and then there's like so, but yeah, it's all about. Uh, Carol and Tuesday, who are, uh, because the whole series is set on Mars, so one's a girl from Earth, and one's a girl from Mars, and one's rich, one's poor, and there's like quite a lot of differences, uh, yeah, and they, they, one, uh, Carol plays piano, and Tuesday plays guitar, and yeah, they basically just make music for the first season. It's generally just them rising up and getting popular, making like songs. Generally, what you would expect with like I don't know, a, a, an artist, a music artist starting up. So like, they try and play a festival. They get they get booed off stage, and they try and like meet a big producer, and then it all falls through. They try and do like other things and try and do other little gigs and it it doesn't work and some do and then they go it like all accommodates in like a kind of like an x-factor or the voice kind of thing or Popeye or whatever Uh, and that's like quite funny and quite interesting and there's still yeah it's it's like it's got these little quirks and a lot of things and yeah I, I. I I I I've been slowly going through it because I've been quite busy and I watch too many other st- things to that I'd sometimes want to get on top on of. But it was a it was a really good series and it it was um cause when you f- start the first episode, it's all talking about this thing called the seven minute miracle, which is the last song of the series, and it was quite cool to actually see that. The last song was actually seven minutes long. But uh, it it is a really good series. I think my... And there's a lot of really good songs all the way through. The last song is really good as well. Um, probably my favourite song is... Maybe the first song in the series. But there's so many really good songs all, all the way through. A lot of it is very... Uh, poppy and like soft rock but there's like a mixture of many things and it it's it's a really good series the second series uh, is a little i think loses some focus but it's as a whole it is still really good and if you want a really good music anime i'd recommend it I, I know quite a few people who've watched it and they really rate it.
1: I say because I think the only music I've really watched is Fuka. Uh,
0: that yeah, that I've watched that. I, I I enjoyed it. I think some of the story was a bit it at times, but I did enjoy it. I I, mm. I, I like the music. Like I I do re-listen to the, those songs quite. a bit. A few times from fuka and they absolutely slap
1: mm. yeah because i mean there's quite a, there's a few other musical ones i've been told to watch like your line april's been on my list for god knows how long same. um you know there's a few others which i've been told i have to watch but i just it's, it's that same sort of thing i felt you know like trying to get me into mecha anime yeah i was just like I really be bothered to get into music anime? But I know obviously if I get into him, I probably will be into him. You know what's just, just trying to f- find like that energy just to watch, get into him.
0: Mm. On you say mention mecha anime? You know what's just come on to Netflix? What original Gundam? Bloody hell! <laughs> I've just added all the uh, they've got the the original Gundam trilogy, so I've just added all three, and I'm going to watch watch them at some point. So.
1: How long is the original Gundam? Cause I used to have the figures when I was younger.
0: No idea, but I think the whole original Gundam, you, you can just re, uh, watch the films and there you go. But yeah, mm. I guess that's a few things we want prior to anything else. I know you've got a game, Chris.
3: Uh, yes
2: actually um, so we, we do have a uh, main topic for today but I think this will lead quite nicely into it so um, since the last episode of the podcast I've managed to get my hands on a uh, Xbox Series S uh, I wasn't particularly looking for to get the new Xbox but it kind of just turned up in my lap for like dirty cheap someone, well that sounds sinister i.e. someone <laughs> on Facebook posted it for cheap and I was like and it's like someone I work with. So I was like, you only want that much for it? There you what, bring it to work tomorrow. I'll just give you the cash for it. And I'm like, okay. He's like, sweet. <laughs> so I went to work the next day and got an Xbox. Which was nice. Wish I had more days like that at work. Hmm. <laughs> so I had a quick look because I thought, oh, what games are actually out on the new Xbox that I'm really bothered about? And honestly, none. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had a look at Game Pass because I thought, oh, I've got one game in mind. I want to get the the game, The Medium, which um, launched on like day one on Game Pass. And I thought, great, because that's not on the normal Xbox One Game Pass, but it was on the Xbox Series S. I was like, great, I'll go and download that. Got home, it's no longer on there. It's been removed. It's like, fuck's sake. All right, I guess I won't play that. But then I had a second idea. I was like, oh no, there's one game that I tried to play uh, on the Xbox one, but it wouldn't work uh properly purely because it relied purely on cloud gaming rather than installation. So when I did try and play it, it was as fuck it was like unplayable but uh this time I could install it properly. It's like hooray and that game is serious sound 4 <laughs> that's all I played on it if you are yeah, uh, sound serious uh, i'm I'm very serious. What were you going to say, Brandon?
1: I was to say, so you literally just spent however much amount of money just to play Serious Sam.
2: Worth every fucking penny. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, if you are not aware what the Serious Sam games are, they are first-person shooters in, like, the style of Doom, uh, i.e. you, like, um, get a lot of weapons, like, you don't have regenerating health. It's not, like, about cover base at all. It's just going out there, picking up health and armor. And just, uh, going absolutely mental but what it places emphasis on is instead of like uh, like narrow corridors and um, like one or two enemies at a time like you would like say doom uh, there's a huge emphasis on just like tons of enemies it's almost like a sort of first person bullet hell because there's so much shit happening on screen like you'll pick <laughs> up a like you'll pick up a key and not, not a few enemies are spawning no it will literally be like hundreds you're your like, kill count when it tallies it up at the end of the level is stupidly high. It's like, oh, you got like 15,000 kills this level. It's like, Jesus. But, I'll tell you what, for Series Sam 4, it doesn't really bring an awful lot new to the table to the rest of the series. But here's the thing about Series Sam. Um, it knows exactly what it is. And it's never really tried to change. 4 plays pretty much exactly the same as 1, 2, and 3 they all play identical. They're just really fun games to like put on for a bit, turn your brain off, just smite a load of enemies using miniguns and rocket launchers and just chill. It's a really good stress-relieving type game. Plus, it's got a sense of humor. It's got so many secrets in it. Um, so many like in-jokes. Um, it's like every stage has got like a handful of secrets you can find. And sometimes they feel a bit weird because it feels like you're breaking the game like you're going out of boundaries to find some of these, but no, there are stuff there. It's, it's a, Sometimes it feels like you jump over a wall and it's like, am I meant to be here? Have I just broken the game? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, That's another thing about series games, They all sort of lack polish. Um, <laughs> they're not like the most graphically impressive ones. They are a little bit janky, but kind of in a good way, because it kind of adds to sort of the charm. That makes sense. I suppose the only way you can see for yourself is just to play it. So don't think you're gonna go. You're gonna get like the next Doom Eternal because you're not. But what you are gonna get is just a fun
1: kill everything to death simulator. <laughs> what was the Serious Sam game? That was on the PS2. Uh
2: was, that I think was Sam,
1: Is that Serious uh, Sam Two or is it?
2: Yeah, but I think the first game may have got a port as well. It gets a little bit confusing with like Serious Sam. Um, Two around that era, so it was like a GameCube one as well. But the GameCube one is like a completely different game. It's, it's, it kind of gets skewed. It's like really confusing. Yeah, it's like Serious Sam one, a Serious Sam two, and then about four other games, which are all Serious Sam two, but not really, not quite, because so it was like a director's cut version as well, just to confuse further. Uh, there was a, like a GBA port to it. Uh, trying to play a first-person shoot on a Game Boy Advance back in the day. But I'll tell you what, Serious Sam was one of the better ones. If you can believe it. Uh, yeah, um, uh, and then you had Serious Sam 3 uh, BFE, which is which uh, storylines more of a prequel. But it kind of gets confusing. There, there is a plot to Serious Sam, and it's basically like there's this alien overlord called Mental who keeps sending all these aliens to kill you you never see Mental you don't know who he is but That's he's always like, under rats it is Mental <laughs> uh, yeah he's always got some under rats and it's like oh I'm on the fourth game now maybe we'll finally get to see who Mental is and so far no <laughs> <laughs> uh, although I did see a leak and um, there was like, like on the first Serious Sam game uh, there was like a multi like a basic multiplayer mode and they put in the character of Mental and it's essentially just a palette swap of your character sort of like oh. the dark version of it like a bit like what Doom Eternal did Doom Eternal's ripping off series don't
0: turn in right, spoilers I've not played Doom Eternal <laughs> I've only just got Doom 2016
2: spoilers it's, it's, it's DLC don't worry Oh. It's, and it's fine. It's it's right off the bat, you can't miss it. <laughs> it's Oh, okay. Yeah. So don't don't panic. Often. There's no real spoilers. There. Um <laughs> Oh, calm down. <laughs> um what was to say? Yes, yeah, so so I I really recommend the serious sound games, but the, the dumb fun, the the lack of polish, but honestly, they're the very high intense if you like first person shooters where you just want to kill shit and Boom, turn it on. Jobs are good. Especially if you can get it for free, because it is on Game Pass. So, hooray. Anyway, So, another thing Series Sam's known for is it's got really out-there weapons. Like, some of them are insane. Mental, if you will. Uh, But one I found when I was playing Series Sam 4 yesterday, I thought, talk the biscuit. So, are you ready for this? Because I don't think you are. It is. A flaming, homing, rocket-propelled chainsaw launcher. There's a lot going on there. There's a lot going mm. on there, and I tell you what, it's bloody fun to use. Because <laughs> not only do you hit, you fire it like a rocket launcher. You also have an alternate mode where you use it just like a chainsaw, except it's got four saw blades. Because why not? Or also, it's on fire. <laughs> but as I say, they home in, so even when they hit the enemy. They continue to sustain damage over time as well. And it's just... It's a delight to use. The only downside I've seen to it is you don't have much ammo for it, which is a shame, because I want to use it more. But... What what got me thinking is this game is... like This weapon is so stupid and yet so brilliant. I thought this would lead us nicely into uh, a topic, which is... What are like the coolest, like most iconic or most unique video game weapons that are out there? So uh, we we sort of have been brainstorming the last day and a bit because well, we couldn't decide on the topic beforehand.
0: Huh? <laughs> I, I, well, I think we are just gonna pick some of our favorite unique weapons, really, in uh, or just some of our favorite weapons in video games, really. Yeah. Um, not, I wouldn't say like what's. I don't know what's the coolest. I think I don't I don't know, like I'm just like picking things I quite I remember playing those games and quite like to use. Maybe there are cooler weapons in other things, but you know, I I enjoyed using them and that was fun.
2: But mm. yeah, I think this is a good question for our viewers out there. Really have a think of like what <clears throat> weapons have you used in games that you
0: just had a lot of fun with? Like three weapons that are iconic that when we're going to mention now but aren't going to be in our little list I would say is the Buster Sword from Final Fantasy 7 the Gunblade from Final Fantasy 8 I'm about to say 7 again and then uh, the Master Sword from Legend of Zelda like they're just three iconic swords and they're just really fun to use in each in the games yes
2: but we were saying like the thing is with like swords in like RPGs is no matter how iconic their design is at the end of the day they are just swords no <laughs> like, mm, it is just not cosmetics. really like you discuss know, message yeah like all it means is like the better the sword you get the bigger the number goes and that's nothing actually changes gameplay
3: wise right. yeah.
2: I suppose if you're gonna go for something from Final Fantasy if you're gonna pick something you go with like ultimate weapon but that could oh, be yeah. like easy
0: right. Mm. but since you Hello. started off Chris how about you say some, pick something
2: well I kind of want to leave with my, my all time favourite but I, I think I should build up to that I may have mentioned it on the podcast before chances are I have but screw it this is weeks later no one's going to remember <laughs> probably well, hats off to you if you do well done thanks for listening so, um there's so many really good ones out there and I have been struggling, but I tell you what, I'm gonna go with something a bit weird to start with. Something you might not immediately think of. So the game, Skyrim. I think that's got a portal too. I'm not sure. Uh Let's think of what you're gonna say. Yeah, maybe, maybe. We'll see. So there is a weapon in Skyrim called the Jack. Oh
1: yes, <laughs> I knew yeah. you were going to say
2: that. <laughs> if you don't know what the Jack is, it's um it's a Daedric weapon. Uh it's, it's it's basically a a quest item reward you get. And what it is is like it's essentially a staff like a magic staff. But here's the thing. What it does is completely random. <laughs> it has several effects. So, you cast this uh, staff at at an enemy, and there's just a list of things that can happen. So, for example, you can shoot a fireball. Fair enough. You'll shoot a thunderbolt at them. Fair enough. Or you could turn them into a pile of cheese. (laughs) Or perhaps you could summon a rabbit that stands behind you, and the enemy targets those instead of you.
1: Or you can turn them into a hawker.
2: Yep. Or you can just instantly kill them. But here's the kicker. If you instantly kill them and they're a ghost, they turn into a sweet roll. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's shit like that. Um, even even like more mundane things like you absorb their health, you drain their stamina, you put fear into them, uh, you heal them instead by accident, or you just disintegrate them. I mean... It's one of these fun weapons because you can build like challenge runs around this thing, and I know people have like just using the javel. web Because it's yeah, it it's kind of like using metronome in Pokemon. It's it's like you're just gonna cast it at it, and either you do really well by one hit killing it, or you'll just summon a rabbit which won't really help you. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's completely random. But I thought as uh, weapons go from that. I- iconic for the, that sort of Elder Scrolls sort of franchise. It's got to be that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was. If, if you wasn't going to mention it, I was going to mention the Wabbajack. It, mm. it was somewhere on my list. Oh, I'm glad we're on the same page here.
2: I think for well, me as uh, well,
1: one of the reasons why I was going to choose the Wabbajack is because, have you heard of the YouTube channel Manslayer?
2: I have not.
1: Okay, if anyone gets a chance, please check out the YouTube channel Manslayer and watch Skyrim Gamer Poop. It is fucking hilarious. I shall and, give a uh, It's just complete chaos, and the, like honestly, Chris, if you watch it, I think it's your sort of sense of humour. It's fucking brilliant. It's, it's literally one of those YouTube things which I'll probably watch once a year just for a really good laugh. It's absolutely hilarious, and if for some reason it just epitomises just, just the wabberjack in terms of just how random... So yeah, so please, slightly off topic, but if anyone wants to just have a really good laugh about Skyrim, please watch Skyrim Game of Poop. There's like 15 episodes of them and they're each about two minutes long. Oh, it's fucking
2: brilliant. Yeah, I I think I may be getting the wrong wrong YouTuber, but I think it was Mittens Squad who did like a challenge from just using the Webberjack to see if we could beat the whole game with it. (laughs) Hilarity ensues. And also cheese ensues. So that's my first pick. That was a really good pick.
1: Yeah. Um, I've got one, which I want to briefly mention because obviously, recently in times I've been playing Vampire Survivors Mm. and there's one particular weapon on there, which I think is just completely busted. Like, early game, it's so fun to use and it just makes the game so easy. (laughs) That's the garlic. (laughs) Dan's already mentioned it and it's just It's such a fantastic weapon. It's just literally just damage over time. It sets up like a ring around you to protect you. So literally in the early stages of Vampire Survivors, you can just literally just walk around and the enemies just drop dead. Like you don't need to do anything. And it's just like a nice sort of protection. It makes it it so easy just to get started in it. Mm. It just just makes everything so easy, yeah. And even right now, I'm using Poe, who's the character who starts off with the garlic. It just makes it so easy.
0: The only problem with him is he has like no health. He's very fragile. He's yeah, very, very, fra- very fragile. He's very fragile. That's all I'd say about him. I tend to not use him, but yeah, the garlic is great. I, I think if I was to, if I was to pick something else from Vampire Survivors, I'd probably pick a different weapon that I don't think you've unlocked. I can't remember what it's called though. Uh, I might just quickly load up Vampire Survivors just so I can find a name but there's quite a few interesting weapons in vampire survivors uh i'm i'm literally i can't remember what it's called i don't think you've unlocked it but but no oh um, yeah no, the garlic is really good and and have you have you upgraded it yet brandon
1: uh no i've ne- i've never completed it to the max well, or um, were... i like, the only item i've the only items i've completed to the max is the fire wand Mm-hmm. And the knives. I've done nothing to max level yet.
0: Well, obviously now on Vampire Survivors, you can see what you what you need to upgrade, so it's easier.
3: Because
0: mm. when, when I got it, you didn't you couldn't, you didn't know that.
1: I know because it just seemed like I was just walking around doing like having no idea what I'm doing, and then occasionally yeah. something would get unlocked.
0: If I like, yeah, the garlic's great and all. But if there's something that is very I guess very different in Vampire Survivors as a very different weapon. It's the cat. What does that do? It has cats.
1: Do they do anything?
0: They, they kill they kill enemies. They just go <laughs> around the screen and kill enemies. That's literally all it does. That sounds great. Cats. I want it. Or <laughs> want an army of cats. <laughs> and when you upgrade it, they, uh, you get more cats, and then, and then when you uh, evolve it, it um, transformed into an eye that goes around. Oh, Loads of, of eyes that go around. It's a bit of a weird, weird weapon where the the cats can get into cat fights, <laughs> and you, it has like a, a scuffle, like you see in the old cartoons. It has like a scuffle with these cats, and if you go into it you get damaged yourself it's quite funny you just have to see when you get the uh, weapon you see all these cats going across the screen just wandering into enemies and that uh, it's a it's a funny it's a funny uh, weapon and the upgrade is quite nice because uh, it upgrades with the stone mask which gives you more money so it's quite a nice uh weapon to upgrade as well yeah. I I get that one actually one of my picks, but um I guess one someone else want to pick something.
1: Uh if I've got another option then, one of the other weapons which I'd like to go for is an it's a weapon which I absolutely fell in love with as soon as I picked it up. And that's got to be the Millennia sword from Elden Ring.
3: <laughs>
1: I just as soon as I beat Melenia in Elden Ring, I was so happy. Like it took, it took me two or three days to beat her Like in on normal new game with my first playthrough. I was getting absolutely destroyed fighting her. Then when it came to New Game Plus, I beat her on my first attempt. I was like, what the fuck? But yeah, but as soon as I picked up Melenia's Sword and I found out you could do her Waterfowl Dance, that's just literally all I wanted to do, is just go up to a group of enemies and just use Waterfowl Dance. I felt such like a boss wearing Millennia's, all of Melenia's outfit. Millennia Sword, my Dex build, it felt so glorious. So yeah, it, it felt really nice to complete my first playthrough using oh, obviously the Uchi Katana all the way until I beat Millennia and then using Millennia's Sword in order ring. That was so good. Mm. And then as a bonus mention, seeing as I'm on the Soulsborne series, is I am such a simp for scythes. Mm. Absolute simp for scythes. So I have to give an amazing credit to the Burial Blade from Bloodborne the fact that they saved the most, one of the most aesthetically pleasing weapons till the very, very end of the game is criminal. But using the burial blade, it just looks amazing. It feels great to, you know, wear the full Canehurst armor using the burial blade as a scythe. It's, oh, that's literally a oh, that's fucking
0: amazing. You know, absolutely if amazing. A, you know if you're if we're going
2: down, go on, there.
0: Or, Because it's related to. If if you are a simp for size, Brandon, upgrade the axes in Vampire Survivors.
1: Oh. <laughs> Carry on, Chris. Are you, are you trying to tell me something here?
2: <laughs> Maybe. Yes, well, what I was going to say, because uh, if you're if going down the Bloodborne route, I, I've got to give a shout out to the Wordy Jig. Fucking love the Wordy Jig. I never I really used, used that. Uh, I've used it in one of my playthroughs, but again, it's, it's like the Burial Blade. You do not get it until, like, super late, which is really sucky. But if you don't know what the Wordy Jig is, imagine just a lollipop that sets the stick is made of metal and the top half is just a rotating chainsaw. <laughs> there we go. Absolutely lethal,
1: <laughs> absolutely lethal weapon.
2: Yeah. You just like, hold down the... It works a bit different to most things. Most like weapons you like swing or thrust or something. But the Wordy Jig, you more sort of like just hold it down like you would do a chainsaw. Mm. Just and then they have the goal to bring rip. it into Elden Ring as well. Mm. I'm Not usually Elden Ring
1: equivalent. As soon as I saw the guy wearing it, wielding it, and I died, I was like, oh, fuck me,
2: here we go.
3: Mm.
1: Well,
2: I was like, like, if, if you like unique weapons from series, like, the Soul series, I not the whirly Jigs about as unique as it gets.
1: Mm, it, was a, it was a very, very unique uh, weapon. Just the fact that like, you don't do damage by swinging, you just do damage by existing.
2: Mm, exactly, yeah. I, I suppose another weird one from Bloodborne will be like Simon's blow blade as well. Which I think is the very last weapon you get in the DLC. But mm. so Simon's Simon's bow blade is like what it exactly what it says on the tin. It's like it's a blade that transforms into a bow, which is something you don't see very often.
3: Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But I've never used it. I think I looked at the stats and went that's a bit shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, it did seem a bit yeah. underwhelming because I thought, you know, being like literally like the last weapon you're unlocking it would, mm-hmm. you know, be a bit more impactful, but, you know, it really wasn't.
2: Yeah. It feels more like a reward for, like, getting this far in the game. It's like, well yeah. done. Have, have, have basically a gimmick weapon rather than an actual uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'll just go into my next pick. If, if, we're, if we're talking gimmick ones, like, I've got a give a shout-out to the um, the weapon you unlock at the end of Dead Space 2 for completion, which is just a foam hand. That like, one-shot kills everything. It doesn't fire anything. You just aim your big foam hand at the enemies, like you're doing a handgun, and it just fires invisible projectiles, which just one-shots everything. I think enemies <laughs> just completely fall apart. <laughs> and for the bonus points... Uh, Instead of, um, reloading, if you hit the reload button, Isaac just puts his hand in the air and just, like, sort of rocks out. Like, does, like, the devil symbols and just, like, and, um, and as a lovely extra touch, when Isaac does fire, he just says, like, on appears, he just starts going, bang, pew, pew, just sort of added charm. Uh, so, I suppose it's not really a weapon, <laughs> Well, it is, but it's kind of a joke. But I, I think another iconic weapon from the Dead Space franchise, at least one of my favorites, and I suppose it is really good because of how it's balanced. It's just the, the good old plasma cutter, Like mm. the basic gun you, you get in the game, and all it does is like an alt firing mode. Is it just changes the angle from like a uh, from like vertical to horizontal, but because you can upgrade it for over the course of the game. It's completely viable to use it in both one and two all the way through. Plus, in the in the second game, it does get um, a flame add-on as well, so it does bonus damage. Like it sets enemies on fire as well on occasion. I don't think it's every time, but there's like a chance for it to do so. So it just makes it a little bit neater. But hey, yeah, any weapon from Dead Space got to be the plasma core. That's got me through many a scrape.
0: Well, I, I have a weapon. Well, there's many weapons in this game. Many, many, many weapons. Many items that can make these many weapons. But I think the most iconic one from this game, I'm about to, this weapon and this game, which we've never actually mentioned on this podcast. Never. We've never mentioned this game or this game series on the podcast. And it's the paddle saw from Dead Rising 2.
2: Did you get that idea by me mentioning it
0: in the chat? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah the oh. paddle saw. Who doesn't want to paddle <laughs> with two chainsaws mowing down zombies? It's, it's fucking great. It's great. I also I'll like, tell you what. I also like the knife gloves with the boxing gloves with the barry knives. The, and you just boxing zombies to death with knives on boxing gloves.
2: I think if we're talking about iconic and unique weapons, you can pretty much just give the trophy to Dev Rising because you can pretty much pick any weapon from it. <laughs> it's like here, you go have fun. Like the guitar, you can just attach to it and just like blow enemies' heads off by just struggling guitar. Yeah. It's, 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 there's so many. It's, it's like so yeah. I, I think Dev Rising too like gets the gold standard for unique weapons.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess on something different. I guess it's one that... I, I, I played a lot of uh, time Splitters back in the day. And there's mm-hmm. that has a lot of uh, interesting and weird and wonderful guns. Uh, I think one I, I always loved... Um, especially, it, it only really worked really in the single player because that's where it shined. In multiplayer, it didn't really work because... Well, it was multiplayer. Uh, but it's the Mag Charger. And I don't know if you remember what this is in Times This Future Perfect. Do
2: tell us in the audience.
0: The Mag Charger is a it's like a, a sci-fi weapon that allows you to see through walls. So you can basically snipe people through walls and kill them it's, through walls. So it's a,
2: it's a little bit like the uh, laptop gun
0: from Perfect Dark. It might probably will be similar to that. Yes, mag charger is such a cool weapon. There's a load of cool weapons in, uh, uh, time for future perfect. Like a brick. <laughs> oh, brick!
2: <laughs> in the words of Father Jack Hackett, I love my brick. Uh, yeah,
0: like the weapons in future perfect are great. You got like the monkey gun, which like. That looks like the mag charger as well, but it unleashes all its ammo, uh, like it unleashes its whole clip of ammo into your target, and then you gotta reload it. But I, uh, i more of a sword. Um, I, I was gonna mention the sword of the creator from Fire Emblem Three Houses, only because it's such a cool sword. Because it looks like it's made out of bones. To be fair, all the relic weapons in Free Houses look like they're made out of made out of bones, and they look really cool. But the sword of the sword of the creator is like the iconic uh, weapon from that game, and it it just looks really cool. And it's a little bit like the um, the cane from Bloodborne, where it can uh, detach and become a bit. An extend a bit, a little bit like uh, for for you, Brandon, um, Renji's sword from uh, Bleach. It's a bit like that. Oh, okay. Is is really cool. Sort of the greatest a cool weapon.
2: I, I've just got in my head the line from uh, Monty Python The Holy Grail. Like, if, like imagine if you had a, a relic room with all these like bone-looking weapons hanging up. You could just stand there and just go, look at the bones. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bullets. Let's get that out of my system.
3: <laughs> uh, I
1: gonna say, if we're going to keep going on the topic of swords, I suppose if I was to pick like an absolute favourite sword in terms of aesthetics, actual weapon design, and actual mechanics of the sword itself, I'll have to go with the Blade from Terraria. And it's possibly the most hardest to get item on the game because effectively to get this sword in Terraria, which has the highest damage scaling and does absolutely everything, is you need to collect almost every other sword in the game so you need to craft every sword or find every sword craft them all together to make the terror blade and the mechanic of this sword is rather it being like a sword you literally just swing and hit enemy in front of you it literally it's like an automatic swing and it literally fires every sword at the opponent so all of a sudden you'll have like your copper short sword flying out the grass blade sword the fiery great sword the excalibur you'll have all sorts just flying out and it looks freaking phenomenal and i've never ever been able to make it like anytime i've played terraria i've never been able to make it because it just takes so much time effort to actually like craft it but, oh my god when you do you know i've had to you could go like on the equivalent of a creative mode to use user it, and it's it's absolutely phenomenal it's literally such a good looking sword you know. so cosmetically pleasing
0: Swords, are, swords are cool. But you know what's it? What's even cool? cool a, a gun that that shoots swords and they explode. Oh, that is that fun? from Borderlands? By it any chance? Mi- it might be. Sword. Oh, I know that one. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's just, I did use that a lot. Is <laughs> when you, when you, it's not. It's just the explosion damage. Realistically, you can get far better weapons, but it's just like. This weapon is just so ridiculous that it is just so fun.
2: All right, very quick tangent. While we're on the subject of Borderlands, and we're talking about weapons, which gun manufacturing Borderlands has the best weapons?
0: Uh, I don't know. I I like them more for different reasons, and it depends. I wouldn't what... know because I've never played. Yeah, it's more of a question for me and it depends what weapon i'm using because like pistols i use Jacob's, mostly like and the same with like snipers but then like uh know, what's it for like uh assault rifles i i'd i prefer bandit and then uh i don't know i it, it, I don't know, I don't know if you can say which is the best, because um, mm. I think it's, each make has a different thing. I think, I think like the, the most unique is the, is it t- uh, Telador? Terrior, Where you, to it, reload yeah. it, you have to throw it and, it and it just, and yeah, it just, a new new gun just materializes with a clip. Oh, yeah, you
2: don't just throw it though, it explodes like a grenade as well.
0: Yeah. yeah. The, the,
2: the one downside of the TDR, I don't know if you've ever noticed, but if you hit the right button, it doesn't matter how much you've got left of your clip, you lose the entire clip.
0: Yes. But yeah. which, also. Which I never noticed the first few times <laughs> I used it. But also, the more ammo you have in the clip, the be- the more damage you do on the explosion. This is true. But, um,
2: it's. See, it TDR, I don't particularly like that because I'm one of these people that has to reload even oh, to yeah, buy yeah. one bullet. I'm not, yeah, so, so I'm not saying it's my favourite so much
0: Anna. I'm not saying it's my favourite. I'm just I, <laughs> I think it's just like, oh it's a it's a fun idea. I don't know. I, I like them all for different reasons. Like Malawan's cool for all the elemental stuff. Uh I don't know what whatever what ones you got. You got Bandit, Malawan. Hyperion just feels like a good all rounder kind of thing. It's just yeah. all about accuracy where it just goes and then it's like, oh no, now I'm
3: accurate.
2: Yeah. Well the uh the Hyperion like uh SMGs have got the stupidly high rate of fire. And if you can get one with like a large clip, they're fantastic.
3: Mm. Right.
2: But I I would probably say my favourites are Tor. Just because they do all the explosive ones. The the Tor's shotgun. And including mm. the uh, the the sword Explosion, one, because that's yeah. the Tor one. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're my favourite. Uh, there's nothing better than getting like really close into like a boss, especially if, especially if it's like a sort of a mid game one when you're a higher level. Just walking like point blank up to like a, a boss or a mini boss, just putting that trigger once and seeing its health bars immediately disappear <laughs> it's been hit with
0: so much shrapnel
2: and explosions. It's glorious. It's a proper power trip.
0: I think I probably. I don't know what I'd go for. Uh I think it depends on the weapon, but I think a good all round is either Bandit or Hyperion but or Malawan. Probably one of those three. But I I I I love the Jacob guns because they have this really uh they all they have like especially like the high uh, rarity weapons have these really cool designs. Uh, that have like the feel of like, um, like, Wild West and pistols and rifles and stuff like that, and I, I love how they look.
2: I, I like the extra personality they have, like just because at at first like the the gun manufacturers in the first game are just they're like the gun manufacturers, but as the series goes on, like they've they've put so much like thought behind them, like the actual companies behind them they become like the, the villains of the series or mm-hmm. heroes depending on the
0: fashion but oh yeah Darn um, as well that, that's another I forgot about them yeah, yeah I forgot about doc, those doc. weapons where they're the ones where when you um, um aim you have it goes into burst fire they're they're quite fun as well yeah did you ever listen for like the um like the the dialogues like you get from
2: like machines and that when, when like that each company is like slagging off the other one.
0: Oh yeah,
2: <laughs> like I, was thinking, I think I think it's Hyperion one that says oh nobody uses um Jacobs apart from convicts and paedophiles. <laughs> what? Uh, really? uh, and as Jacobs say, if, if it took more than one shot to kill it, you weren't using the Jacobs. <laughs>
0: I think the only other yeah. weapon I've picked uh, is from Bioshock and Bioshock 2. Actually, I could have picked loads of I, I, the weapons in the Bioshock games are really good, but I've chosen to pick the rivet gun in Bioshock 2 because it's it's just really f- it feels really fun and it's just really nice to use. You it has like the you it's basically like the pistol of bioshock 2 and uh the weapons in bioshock games well bioshock 1 and 2 they have like different ammo and in for the rivet gun the normal you have uh the normal rivets uh which is just whatever just standard like pistol ammo whatever then you have um like the sticky ammo where you can basically like set up traps and you can like stick it onto like enemies and you could just watch them like blow up with all the rivets. Uh, I can't remember what the third one was but it, that was a really fun and well-rounded weapon I loved to use. It, it, it near enough became one of the staple weapons I would use but a lot of the weapons in the Bioshock, especially Bioshock 1 and 2 are really good. But the Bioshock it, Infinite Weapons are Good as well, but I just think um, one and two have the weapons are more memorable than infinite.
2: When I think of the BioShock games, like the guns themselves, don't seem to stand out to me. It's more the plasmids. Yeah, but
0: we uh, we spoke about earlier, like well, we, we, we like we can't do spells and technically plasmids yeah, that, spells. Yeah, that, so, that's that's what I thought as well. Yeah, yeah. That, that's why, but. Otherwise, yeah, I would have instantly meant, yeah, the plasmids are where that stand out in that game. But, yeah, the the in terms of, like, the weapons, like, a lot of the weapons really do stand out and are really fun to use. Uh, so Yeah,
2: especially in, like, Infinite, because the guns in Infinite, yeah, they get the job done, but they're pretty bland, isn't it? It's just, like, it really is just, like, shotgun,
0: pistol, tommy yeah. gun,
2: absolutely, isn't it?
0: I know, nothing wrong with them, but it it is just
2: literally. Yeah, that. It, you never you never get one and think, "Oh, this looks fun." It's like, "Oh, I wonder what this does." I "Can't wait to try this." And
0: it, it no, it's fun, but it's the problem with infinite is is it like like the cod like cod? COD you can only have uh, two weapons, so you can only you have all these weapons. You're oh like, yeah. Well, I can only carry two of them, whereas in Bioshock one and two, it's like. Hey, look! I'm r- going around with eight weapons. This is fun.
2: Yeah, where we had that phase of like every game was trying to be Halo for a bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what is good in uh
2: Bioshock Infinite. Good a pick, though. Just a skyhook. Skyhook. Yeah.
0: Good. I didn't even think about it's...
2: that. No, I didn't until just now. <laughs> just talking oh, about
0: that's, it. So, that's a good point.
2: Yeah, uh, if you don't know what the skyhook is, it's basically um, it's <laughs> it's skyhook. like a sort of Sega it's a skyhook. No. Oh yeah. I-, I was gonna say it's more like it's kind of like a very angry fidget spinner that you just have in your hand. Yeah. <laughs> you're kinda. meant to like you're meant to like traverse rails with it, but you uh you can melee people with it and it looks like it hurts like you know? hell. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it
3: looks
2: re- it looks like a very uncomfortable way to go. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Quick nod to that one. Brandon, you got another one first? Um, I've got,
1: like, a collection which I can maybe do, like, a special reverence to. Oh, God, yeah, so, I've got loads. Well, no, this, is, this is mainly going to, like, um, first-person shooters. Hmm. So, obviously, I grew up during the era where... Well, I say grew up during the era. Fuck me. It makes me sound like I'm old. Or growing um, up. You know, like... Uh, Dan, you'll probably be able to relate to this more than yeah. Chris. Is, imagine doing your GCSEs or your A-levels, and you go home, and you play Halo 3, or Modern Warfare 2, or Call of Duty, Black Ops, or Nazi Zombies... With your best mates. Yeah. So if so I've basically broken down a few of my favorite weapons from some of the franchises. So the first one I grew up with was Halo 3. And in terms of just iconic in terms of aesthetic aesthetics with just sound design and actual using and the skill required to use this weapon. I think my favorite weapon from Halo 3 is probably just the battle rifle. It's just it just sounds so good when you fire it. You know, if you're playing MLG Halo 3 three shots to the head and you can, you know, take someone out. So, oh, great weapon. Then if we could jump to Modern warfare two, I have to like the intervention, you know, like going around like no scoping or quick scoping people with the intervention and the sound of when you fire the intervention is just amazing. And also running around with the scar H in Modern warfare two, just going around shooting people with that. That was also fantastic weapon in terms of ammo reserves Damage scaling, range, looks—you know, top-notch weapon. And then, if we go more delving into particulars of like the zombies, the um, franchise of COD, I think the monkey symbols is quite a weapon. <laughs> if you would not agree.
0: Wait, the monkey symbols in what?
1: Uh, from from Z- COD zombies.
0: Monkey symbols.
1: Yeah, the symbol monkeys. Oh
0: yeah right, okay, never mind you, you really confuse me' uh, cause I, you know you call it symbol monkey monkey yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah. Like the, what's the best way to to distract zombies? just throw a monkey clapping symbols together and then it blows up, and it's almost got it's almost got infinite like basically max scaling like as the rounds go on, the monkey symbol the symbol monkeys just keep doing more and more damage so it's absolutely. <laughs> fantastic weapon. Like, I think I've always been happy if I was playing like multiplayer and I was the one to end up getting the symbol monkeys. Mm. So, But then if I continue on with that era of, of shooters, um, the Lancer from Gears of War, I think that's a very unique weapon. The fact that it's literally a chainsaw attached to a gun and the kill animations of when you rev against like a locust or anything like that and just the blood flies everywhere it's so fucking satisfying if you would not agree mm. absolutely satisfying so in terms of the, like first person shooters or third person shooters I'd say like the Scar H intervention the battle rifle the lancer and maybe Mustang and Sally as well the the pack of punched um, guns from
0: Zombies. Mm. I'd say like they're my favourite guns of all time I oh, would just say the ray gun ray gun's so fun nah just... ray
1: gun's are, um Reagan's just meh, bland. I mean, it's cool when you first played, played like, World at War, if you're playing on Natch Dun Untoten. But, I mean, like, once you get to maps, like, Derai's or any of, like, the newer ones on, like, on actual Black Ops or whatever, the Reagan just sort of just teeters off. I've never really been a fan like the Ra- of the Reagan. I've more been, like, a Wanderwarfer fan in that era. Mm. Or I'd prefer the Assault Rifle just so I can rack as many points as I want and then just keep recycling the package guns off the walls.
0: Well I, I just thought for no weapon. It is more well it, it relates to a character, but it is a weapon and prior to this character being revealed and released, you could see the weapon in the game and you actually have to transport it in the game. And it's the it's Doomfist.
1: <laughs> I love Doomfist
0: I, he's a character in Overwatch I always would love to be good at but I just always fail but the Doomfist the actual fist is so cool it's it is so big, really really cool it's, it's like like really good one choice. of the most iconic weapons in Overwatch uh, it, it just looks so cool
2: because it's it like, so I it's I was going to say, it's so iconic, I don't know what it is.
1: Can you remember right? <laughs> it's literally a shotgun in your knuckles. Yeah, you're...
0: literally what I was literally about to say. It's a shotgun in your knuckles.
1: But it's just the other mechanics to do the we- with the weapon. So, like, the way Doomfist works is you can do, like, a you can do, like, an uppercut to launch people in the air. You can do, like, a charged punch to knock people into walls and knock them off the map. And then you've got the slam-down attack. So once you've done the, say, for example, you've done the charge-up punch, you then lead into an uppercut to knock people into the air. And if you see someone on the floor, you can then press another button to do like a like a ground slam, and just chaining all these attacks because they are such low cooldown, you can do awesome amount of damage. But the skill it takes to be a good Doomfist player, compared to like someone like Roadhog, yeah, cause, or even you, Dan, the mm. fact that you can play Winston still baffles me.
0: <laughs> yeah, because the D- Doomfist was teased from the very first trailer of Overwatch or uh, well, the cinematic prior before it even came out. Uh, I don't even remember ever seeing it, Brandon. No, because yeah, I I
1: was very late to the yeah, Overwatch party.
0: It was like the very first tra- uh cinematic trailer where it's the two kids and they're in this museum and they're going around. You just see the Doomfist, and then next minute you got Reaper, Tracer, and Widowmaker, maybe maybe someone else. But then, yeah, they all like all, oh oh, am Winston, and they're all like fighting each other. Well, Tracer and Winston are fighting Reaper and Widowmaker. And the and the boys just looking at um, prior to them coming, they're looking at Doomfist, the Doomfist, Doomfist
1: fist. I don't know. Why. Doomfist fist.
0: That's a bit of a mouthful. I don't even think Doom, the actual Doomfist in the game is the original Doomfist either. I think there's other there's a another Doomfist prior. Oh, I literally just said I've just found it. Yeah, yeah. I think he's the he's the fourth. No, he's the third Doomfist. There's been three Doomfists. This is too many fists. <laughs> oh. this, is a fist.
2: <laughs> this is quickly turning into a drinking game of how many take a shot every time we say fist
0: <laughs> But I think the moral of this subject is there's a lot of iconic video game weapons. I think we could I... be here for hours. I did. I didn't even mention my favourite one. Please, please.
3: Is it not the Jack?
2: It's not the Jack, no. <laughs> I just thought that was a cool weapon, and it is. So, no, my my absolute favourite, right, is is you probably guessed It's the like, it's, <laughs> no. it's not, but I, I suppose. Oh, we better mention the keyblade because someone will get angry if we don't. <laughs> Keyblade's awesome. all right. There we go. That's, that's, that's my option. <laughs> basically, a sword, isn't it?
0: <laughs> it's, it's a sword. I like basically like, a sword, is <laughs> I, I like, I like <laughs> All, I, all, all, the, the, all the Kingdom Hearts people are like no
1: popping at the mouths going keyblade
0: yeah. <laughs> I, I do actually like Kingdom Hearts but still the story's absolutely trash but, oh god gotcha. don't try and follow it yeah
2: alright very very quickly for the, for those that are out there I don't know you there top three keyblades one the, um, the Nightmare Before Christmas one yes uh, two the Pirates of the Caribbean one I'm free. The Toy Story one. There. Wait, there's, Done.
0: there's different keyblades. I was I gonna say, what well about the Buster Sword one? The Buster Sword one's well cool. No. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> pizza free. I'm,
2: not, I'm not changing
0: it. Anyway, we already have Buster Sword. It's like an actual it's, it's one. Uh, I, I can't wait. I think it's for like Iron Chocobo. It, it just looks like a it Looks like a mega-blocked version of uh, the Buster Sword. It looks well funny. Uh, you know what? I can't picture it at all off the top of my head. I think it's called Metal Chocobo. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah. Well, maybe you're right. I'm sure someone will tell us <laughs> if you're wrong. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, it literally is Metal Chocobo. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. What's your favourite? Uh, what
2: oh yeah, so uh, you may you may have gathered that I like shotguns a lot. <laughs> like, they're, they're generally my favourite. I can normally gauge how good an FPS shooter is is by saying It's a shotgun in it? How good is it? (laughs) That is a good baseline. But uh, my absolute favourite, which I think I've mentioned before, but we're on the topic, so sod it. Doom Eternal's Super Shotgun. It's got so much feedback. It feels so powerful. It's got a grappling hook, which drags you towards the enemy. Initially, the game developers did want to do it, so you dragged the enemy to you, but they felt that kept you in place for too long and they wanted to keep it fluid, so they changed it. So you go to them. Plus, this flame, this uh, grappling hook is also on fire for added damage, and they drop armor. So it's got this gun. You just grapple them in the face, go right up to them, point black, say, hello, and just blow them away. It's glorious. It's my favorite gun in any first-person shooter. So, yeah. That's that's my pick. If I only have one gun on a desert island, which, firstly, I wonder why I'm on a desert island. With a gun. With a gun, but... I don't know why I'm going with that. <laughs> that's it. Well, you... maybe, that's just, maybe that's just my retirement plan. Just go to a desert island with a shot. Go to an island with a gun, just with one bullet. Just being a grumpy old man going, no, no.
0: <laughs> that's my retirement plan. <laughs> well...
3: Uh,
0: Unless there's anything more, but I think we've said enough. That's a lot of our favourite video game weapons.
2: We didn't. We didn't get into like, like the Fallout weapons, like Fat Man or
0: Oh my Resident Evil's,
2: or Resident Evil's rocket launcher. Or... Oh, there's there so many.
1: Be here for hours. The golden I'll, I'll guy, get, the golden I'll, from I'll, 007
2: Slaps only, mate. Slaps only. That's worth that. <laughs> I, I, I want to mention two more, and only because I asked on chat what was some of their favorite weapons. So oh. these were a couple. Of, these were a couple of suggestions. Uh, somebody said they really like the diamond pickaxe from Minecraft. Oh yeah, but I've I never used. It. Yeah, I've never used it, so I can't confirm.
1: Now nah, it's all about netherite. It's the tier I above diamond. That is. is that right? Yeah, there's an actual tier above diamond. It's netherite. So you need to go to the nether to. Basically, you get your diamond pickaxe and you stick a netherite bar on it, and it turns it into the netherite pickaxe. I, I've I mean, di- the diamond pickaxe is iconic. Don't get me wrong, but it's not the best. Netherite is the best.
0: I, I've not played Minecraft <laughs> since I died. So <laughs> heartbreaking, isn't it? I, I got I got into a into my boat, and then a zombie got into my boat, and I couldn't get out of the boat, and then the zombie killed me, and I've not played it since.
2: Yeah. Well. It's a bit- the the other quick mention, which I'm surprised none of us picked, because it's so simple, and that's just straight up a car, <laughs> a just car? running someone over, just like any car from any game, just run someone <laughs> oh, over, God have God. a slide into, it. I think, yeah, like, I I guess. Or, or something like that. It's like it's like oh yeah, fair path, like Grand Theft Auto, just brum, <laughs> that's it. I
1: was it's, saying, it's all about cars and GTA. I'm pretty certain people have not encountered the swings in GTA 4.
3: You can put as many cars as you want into those swings. The swings win. Uh,
1: The amount of times I've seen I've just watched compilations of people just parking a car on these swings and just to see how far the car goes flying. It's just so entertaining.
2: You know what else we've managed to avoid? We didn't pick a single item from Smash Bros.
3: I'm
1: not too keen on any of the weapons, really. They're just weapons, innit? Oh, that,
2: that, <laughs> that, that,
1: they're just that,
0: swords. That's the, to, it? That's the topic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll pick one. The fan from melee, because everyone hated me when I when the fan was there. I'd be like, fan, and be like, no, 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 you're not getting that fan. I'm like, yeah, I am. And then I'll just get close to them, just keep pressing A constantly, and they just wouldn't get get away, and it'd be like, a hundred percent, bam, you're that's literally what I would do.
2: I'll I'll just go with the this, this straightforward baseball bat. Yeah. Because if you get the timing right and like one shot them, it's like oh,
0: it's so satisfying. Or the the, the lip lipstick where uh yeah, you that's have good. The, the flower on your head. Mm. Or, or the beam sword or everyone just called a lightsaber.
1: I, I suppose the always just play link with the beam sword, just fucking brag, I've got two swords.
0: Alright, calm down. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And, and of course, you got the Pokeball as
1: well. Pokeball from original um, Super Smash Brothers I used to love I used to play a game where I'd just spawn in like a load of Pokeballs and just basically just try and guess what comes out.
0: Oh, yeah, we all did that at one point.
1: Or what I'd do is I'd spawn in a crap load of the bombs on top of each other and just detonate them for absolute carnage. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that was fun. Yeah, there's just there's so many, aren't there? There's so fucking many. Um, but yeah, I, I think we've listed some really good ones. Here. Mm. But what I want to see is, like, say, uh, when this episode goes live, we want to hear what your favourite weapons are. You can post about it on our new Twitter page at victory underscore podcast. Yes, go there. Did I yeah. plug that enough?
3: In? Indeed.
1: Uh, yeah, but don't forget to also make sure to like us on Facebook if you haven't done so as well. Follow yep. myself and Chris on Twitch as well, because we also talk shit on there as well, if you don't get enough of us talking shit on the podcast. Yeah. And um, Instagram, of course. And Instagram, of course, which... If we Yeah, we, we do post very regularly on Instagram. Well, you guys don't. I mean, you guys do. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't.
3: <laughs> I,
2: I do the Facebook and Twitter.
0: I mainly have Twitter, just to follow hot women. I mean, uh, never mind. <laughs> it was ma- I mainly got Twitter initially to follow uh, YouTubers who didn't use Instagram or Facebook but now it's just turned into what what hot women are I going to follow this, this time but on Twitter they go one step further, anyway
1: See, I don't really use any social medias, I'm just a boring boomer I don't know <laughs>
0: All right, boomer. Okay, boomer. Yeah. Oh yes, I and mean,
1: like,
2: um, also, also we promised to do something on YouTube eventually.
1: Yes, I need to get to that because I still don't exactly know what I'm probably gonna do. It's it's hard to th- obviously because originally having the idea to take like clips from the podcast and just turn them into like shorts, or whatever. Mm. But it's just trying to think: is it entertaining? Just having like a, I don't know. I need to sort of figure out how to make it more appealing so like how to edit it and do whatever i mean i've got like a rough idea of what to do but well again it's not until obviously you know whenever we get around to it, it's just like i like, get together having like a food and a drink and just having a proper discussion on what to do
2: well i won't i won't read too much about it because no matter what the more you do it the better you'll get so it's yeah, yeah. naturally gonna happen so i won't overthink it just, like any exposure is good exposure
1: hmm. funny enough when i when i did that you know, I overexposed myself to some people. I, the, the police got phoned.
2: Yeah, well, that's enough about download, first all. <laughs> uh, It all comes full circle, you see.
1: That's what I said, and I still got arrested. Kidding, kidding.
2: Uh, so how much for your bail? Boy, uh, uh, Brandon's is calling is right str- from um, from Wormwood's Clubs, by the way. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is that it? <laughs>
2: yeah, bye everyone. I guess. <laughs> yeah, bye. Oh, all right. freaking
0: 20... hell. <laughs> <Yeah>, tw-
2: <laughs> Twenty-nine episodes, and we still not worked out how to do an outro. yet.
0: No, not really. I, I don't think <laughs> no. many. I think it's always the 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 pain the pain of trying to end the episode. I think many podcasts still struggle never want just it
2: to
1: fo- end we can just keep you okay. <laughs> yeah just follow us on socials enjoy us give a like on on spotify you know like all the social medias get involved post questions on the social medias because we will we well we do if we ever get a question we do uh, answer it on the subsequent episode of the podcast yes, we please like to get to- for your engagement as possible
2: we, we are starved for attention
0: please give us a <laughs> uh, I, I, I found I found the podcast on twitter uh huh
2: yeah, it, it was wedged in between two posts of hot ladies.
0: No, no, I I literally I literally typed, couldn't find it, and then I found it. <laughs> there you go. Have a great two weeks, in your heroes in it another two for episode thirty. Thirty. I hope you're ready yeah. for some One Piece talk.
1: No. Nah. Are you going to get into the pirate <laughs> quiz?
0: No, no, I one to ends this week of oh. time recording one ends this week oh yeah
2: oh we never mentioned eggs from Billy Hatch and the Giant's Egg <laughs> egg
0: <laughs> you just had to
2: <laughs> yes I did
0: right bye <laughs> bye, bye.
2: <laughs> bye.